Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> I like saying a couple F-words. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you one F word today. I, I said one last week, literally one. I, I remember I go, I go, I go because the Giants are just that fucking bad. All right, well, there's your F right there because we're recording. We've been recording the whole time. We've been recording, buddy. Wow. Well, then I got to ask you a couple questions to start off, my friend. Okay. Okay. First, okay. first of all, just how how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing, doing great. great. Glad yeah. to hear it. Um, how's the fam? How's your girlfriend? Is Kirsten doing okay? Kirsten's doing fine. She's downstairs right now eating some dinner. Curious that I have a podcast and I'm 31 years old, but things are great. That's what I like to hear. I got one more question for you. How about them Cowboys? How about them, George? How about the onside kick? How about the comeback? How about the last second field goal? 40 to 39. It feels good. Woo! Sorry, I had to get that off my chest real quick. (laughs) I deserve... I mean... I appreciate it. You know, I, I yelled a little bit last week, um, arrogantly, just like you did. And I think you deserve that. Thank you. I need I needed to just get that off real quick. I want to switch back into a more, you know, biased mindset, uh, and focus, but thank you for letting me have my moment. Um, while I calm down and bring myself back to reality, will you take the floor and maybe break down your thoughts on the Cowboys Falcons? Interesting enough, I thought the Cowboys outplayed the Falcons the entire game. Um, and I know you're probably curious to why I would say that, but there was a lot of turnovers in that first half, as you know, B. You know, I think Zeke fumbled. Four total, three fumbles, and one turnover on downs from a fake punt. Correct, correct. We had, so, we had Dak, Zeke, and Dalton Schultz all fumble. Shout out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that was that was a huge deciding factor of that first half. Um, I didn't really as I was watching the game later in the week because I game pass shout out to game pass because it really helps me watch these condensed 45 minute games um, on teams I don't care about like the Dallas Cowboys. But it was it was entertaining. I do think the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they just made a ton of mistakes that first half. I think Dak, I couldn't believe how fast they brought him back in the second half. Uh, Their defense stepped up. They really were great against the run. I'll give you that too. Uh, The DBs, you know, still very shaky. Don't necessarily trust them. Obviously, you gave them half the field for most of the game. Or I'm sorry, for most of the first half. I do want to mark out your your best friend slash MVP, Jaden Graham. I don't know who Jaden Graham is. Yeah, I'm pretty good at players. I don't know who Jaden Graham is. Jaden Graham is out of Yale, number 87 from okay. the Atlanta Falcons, right? Onside right. kick, okay? 
If you recall, he backs up like he won the gold medal in the Winter Olympics for curling, bro. Did you? See? He might as well have the freaking brush, dude, and just let it ride until it hits ten yards and then jumps on it, dude. Shout out the, to Jaden Graham. Shout out to Jaden, bro. Curling champ and or had some money on the game and or completely zapped out of his mind. Shout out to Jaden Graham. You, you, I wouldn't say you would win. You won the game for Dallas, but you definitely made it a little easier for the boys. He made it possible. Without Jaden Graham, we cannot win that game. Without that onside kick, I'm not going to get in depth about the onside kick. I thought it was cool. We did the little watermelon kind of thing where we had the ball a long ways. No tees. Zerline's been practicing that for years. Glad it worked out, and I'm glad that he hit the game winner. I'm glad uh, that we paid a kicker in the offseason to come and do exactly what he did. I want to highlight a few things about the Cowboys, um, but really I want to dive into some negatives that really scared me going forward. Uh, Dak Prescott, since he entered the league, he is tied with the most fourth-quarter comebacks. The man is clutch. Pay the man, Jerry. Pay the man. Interesting you say that. I don't mean to cut you off, no, but no, – but have you been a firm believer of paying Dak this entire time? Because I, if I recall, it has been kind of suspect with you saying, hey, you got the best guys you can possibly get around you. What are you doing holding off? Blah, blah, blah. But now you're kind of flip-flopping on me. So please, go into that. I have I have officially flopped, my friends. Okay, Dak Prescott, you won me over. I think you won. You may have won me over in this game. We may, we, we're a week in to me saying pay that man. Because he's, it's only going to get better from here, I feel like. We pulled off that somehow miracle victory, and the division just looks like trash. So I feel like last year we did not win the division, and Carson Wentz beat us in Week 16, and Carson Wentz did not have nearly the roster that Dak had at that point. And that I was questioning. I was like, if Carson can come out and do that with the team that he had, is Dak really worth it? But after seeing how bad Carson Wentz is right now, and we're going to get into that, uh, Dak Prescott's going to win this division this year, and Dak, Dak's going to go to the playoffs, and I think he may have a deep playoff run in him. So pay him now, sooner than later. That that price is only going to go up. He's never going to get Mahomes' money, but he's going to get thirty-five to $40 million. So I'm on board. Pay Dak. Uh, another man I want to highlight is the rookie, C.D. Lamb. He had the first of what will be many 100-yard games. The kid was just always open. There was one play where they highlighted where he broke down the corner so bad where the dude was on the ground by the time the ball was in the air. And that was the play that set up the Greg Zerline field goal. Shout out to C.D. Lamb. And, of course, shout out to Zeke for just trucking that guy as he went into the end zone. I have to shout out the beast on that. But there was... A lot of things that scared me. Clearly, the three first quarter fumbles, come on, man. Dak had one, as I said, Zeke. And Dalton Schultz, actually, before I go super negative, let me shout out Dalton Schultz, too. Everyone was really worried. Blake Jarwin's out. What are we going to do? Dalton Schultz comes up with 80 yards and a touchdown. Very impressive, young man. But the fumbles. Dalton, you fumbled. Dak, you fumbled. Zeke, you fumbled. Mike McCarthy, we won the game, so I'm not going to call you the FAT word this week. But Bubba, you go for two fake punts? Not one. Two fake punts. We don't get anything. We tried to pass on one of them. We tried to run on the other. They stuffed the shit out of both of them. And then, and then, Michael McCarthy, in the fourth quarter, well, we do not need to go for two yet. We go for two when the score is 39 to 30. We, we, didn't get that. Yep. we don't get it, and we're 
still down two possessions. And if it's not for the onside kick, we lose that game because we went for two when we didn't have to. We could have just kicked the extra point and still gotten eight on the final touchdown. So there's, I was already ready, man. As that game was coming to an end, I was literally stewing about how I was going to make fun of Mike McCarthy again. But they gave him the game ball. He got his first victory as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. And as my ignorance showed in the first 90 seconds of this podcast, I've had a good week. I get it, man. I get it. And congratulations. You are now in second place to the Washington football team in the NFC East division. We're tied for first. You guys technically are listed as first in the division because you have a division victory, but we're tied for first. And this will be the last week. I guarantee you that you guys are tied for first. Let's get to your game. Why don't we talk about your game a little bit? All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because honestly, I don't think it's as bad as you're going to really talk about. Uh, hold um, on one second. I think I think we should let you take the floor and talk about it real quick. I, I got something for you. I'm picking my boys. We're out here. Our front seven is the best in the league. I'll say it again. Kyler, come bring it, dude. Kyler, come bring it. That was you last week. And I think we can officially say that Kyler brought it. <laughs> I'm going to let you diagnose what happened in that game. Go ahead. I'm done. All right. All right. I deserve that. I deserve that. I, uh, B-Wells is flexing on me right now. But um, but yeah, let me get back into it. The first half was ugly. I'll be honest with you. You know, we, we gave up two really big plays, I think 50-yard pass plays and we also had you know two large turnovers on one on special teams with steven sims um another one we gave up a, a sack fumble and we were at the seven yard line driving the ball down seven nothing it, it really just destroyed our momentum as you saw i mean we sacked our boy kyler four times in the game i mean we brought pressure they weren't driving the ball down the field they were simply got huge plays against young safeties that were trying to play deep third that just got beat, you know? And I'm not saying that if those plays didn't happen, they wouldn't get the W, but it wouldn't be the score it was uh, come the fourth quarter. And I know we we came back a little bit at that end, and you're going to say that, you know, those are kind of garbage points and this and that. They were. And, I, and I'll be the first to say, I'm curious to how Alex is feeling right now. I know everybody is curious. I, I'm just curious. I saw a quote from our boy, Ron Rivera, and he said it's exciting to see Alex Smith, you know, brushing a little of the rust off. Mm-hmm. And it, it should be interesting. But yes, I'll, I'll eat it all day long. I did pick them to win. I was a little arrogant. I kind of knew going into it that we might not have a chance, but I was just feeling it, bro. You know, I was one to know. I was feeling good. I just, I can't believe in Dwayne. Haskins. I can't really believe in the O-line in front of him to give him lots of time. It, it's just, it's, it's messy, man. It's messy. And I, and I really, all I have is our front seven. And I still today, I know I said it there. I still believe we have the best front seven in the league. You guys do have a great front seven. And I mean, numbers talk. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say we lead the league in sacks. So you there took you the words right out of my mouth, buddy. I was going to say stats. Don't lie. You guys lead the league in sacks. The front seven showed up. The fact that you got Kyler on the ground four or five times, very impressive. Everything else, not impressive. Two fourth quarter touchdowns do not impress me. I know you guys got a field goal in the third quarter. Those are your first points of the game. And then the two guys who did score in the fourth quarter are guys 
your, I would guess your two favorite players on offense, um, scary Tara McLaurin and the rookie Antonio Gibson. So it is good to see your, your young talent flash, although clearly it was too little too late. I think Arizona took um, their foot off the gas at that point. But you did score a couple touchdowns. If it would have been 30 to three, I would have really been harping on you. But 30 to 15 made it respectable, didn't cover the six point spread. We'll get in a little more of the spreads later. But first, I want to shout out our boy Jeff Lowe, though. He's going to come on later. This man went 4-0 against the spread. Not only I went 4-0 last week. Let me brag a little bit um, on my NFC East picks. But Luz went 4-0 on his picks, 4-0 against the spread. That's impressive, man. I'll give it to him. That that was impressive. You got to. Um, and let's 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 uh, touch on a couple more of those games that he picked correctly. He said that he was going to take the Giants plus five or five and a half, which was a correct pick. But he picked the Bears to win, which is exactly what happens. Um, we called it that the Bears defense was going to give Daniel Jones fits. And as soon as Saquon went down, um, we're going to trash on the Giants all season long. But I'm going to take this moment to um, not trash Saquon Barkley. He is one of the best players in the NFL. He's a stand-up young man. I wish you nothing but a speedy recovery, Saquon. That sucks to see him go down like that, but he's out for the year, and I really think that if they're not the worst team in football, they're in the bottom of the barrel with the Jets, Cincinnati, a couple other dumpster fires. The Giants are in a lot of trouble, bro. I agree with that. I agree up, and and I really I want to say rest up, Saquon. Um, I hope the best for you, and I'm looking forward to see you in the 2021 season. And honestly, as an NFL player, as a superstar, what year better to rehab a large energy uh, or a pivotal injury in your career than 2020? So, not a bad time to do it if you're going to do it. For sure. All right. Well, there's not a lot, whole lot to break down X's and O's. Why is the Bears? Offense didn't do much, but they did enough to beat the Giants, which requires very little. But the Bears got the W. The Giants dropped to 0-2. Let's move to another game that you incorrectly picked last week, George. And that was you thinking that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to get on track and get their first win against the Los Angeles Rams. They certainly did not. They lost 38-17 um, to 17 or 38-18. to 18. They got dominated. Carson Wentz looks horrible. I'm sure you saw I posted on our Instagram story that Pro Football Focus had a quote that Carson Wentz has been the worst quarterback in the NFL through two weeks. He's got dub double the amount of interceptions. He has touchdowns. He's not injured, man. He's just not playing well. I think some of that has to do with the O-line. Obviously, they're beat up front, so he's getting a lot of pressure on him. He got Miles Sanders back. Miles Sanders had like 130 all-purpose yards. Um, their rookie wide receiver, Jalen Rager, made a few plays. He he was coming back off an of injury, but then he got injured again. He uh, he actually tore a ligament in his thumb. I want to say it's the UCL. So he's gone again on the IR. So the Eagles are in a lot of trouble, in particular, Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz. What do you think about the Rams-Eagles game? Yeah, Mr. Glass, man, you said it. And, and like you said, he is healthy. But when I see him and I look at Mr. Glass, I see not the perseverance and commitment um, and confidence I see, and I'll say it, it that I do Dak. You know, Dak was nice. was down big first quarter, man, and you could just tell he was yelling at the O line, like "Get your shit together, like let's yeah. go, let's move." And and when I saw that, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I, I would I would to it and be like, "That's my quarterback," you know. <laughs> I'm just, 
I'm saying, man, and and I just don't see that from Carson Wentz, and I and I feel for those Philly fans. I really, guys, I thought you'd come back. I thought you would persevere, but I'm just not seeing it right now. Shout out to Miles Austin, though, total stud. Uh, still think he's a stud, especially about behind that beat up O line. He's still doing his thing. Miles Austin is probably appreciates the shout out. He was a really good Cowboys receiver, um, but that's my GVR burn of the week. You meant Miles Sanders. But Damn, bro. Miles Austin. Miles, oh, shout out to the <laughs> blue eye, green eye Miles Austin, though. That's my boy. Miles Sorry. Austin was once um, sleeping with Kim Kardashian. He made that roster. So um, shout out yeah. to Miles. Anyways. All right. I think, I think that wraps up um, you know, the previous week two. Um, let's look ahead to week three. And I think it's only right to start with my Dallas Cowboys. We have a tough matchup, bro. We are going on the road to what I believe is the best team in the NFL right now in the Seattle Seahawks. Agreed, man. Agreed. Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP level. Uh, They had a great game against the Patriots. The Patriots actually looked really good on Sunday night. Cam looked great, uh, but they won 35-30 to on a last-second goal line stand. They stuffed Cam. The defense on Seattle is a little shaky. I think Dak's going to have some success. We're going to score some points, but I just see no way that we slow them down. We already had a weak secondary, and probably what would most people would consider our best corner, Chidobi Awuzie, went down with a hamstring injury. So he's yeah, he's out. So we're stuck with our number one corners, probably a rookie, Trayvon Diggs, along with Jordan Lewis and something called a Daryl Worley. It's <laughs> <laughs> something called. It's not good, bro. Russ is licking his chops. Um Carson, Chris Carson, excuse me. He's a good running back. They also have Carlos Hyde as a change of pace. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Man, I'm I'm nervous. I'm going to let you diagnose this game a little bit before I make my prediction. But, man, I wish we were playing anywhere else right now but Seattle. Yeah, I think anytime Russell Wilson breaks contain, rolls out, and has an open receiver downfield, he's going to hit him 10 times out of 10. And DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, those type of receivers, they're always going to catch the ball within distance. And I just don't see the boys DBs being able to hang out with those receivers for five to six seconds, bro. I think it's a higher, you know, higher scored game. I'll say 27-34 Seattle. 27-34 Seattle. I definitely think Seattle is going to score near 30 points, but I see us getting around 32. Uh, I don't think that they can slow down our trio of wide receivers. Amari Cooper um, had a great... Did you see his one-handed catch last week against Atlanta? I did. Very impressive. I already went over CD. Michael Gallup's made a few highlight plays, but he hasn't really had that strong game, that 9 for 110 to touchdown. I'm predicting Michael Gallup has a good game. You know what? I'm going to predict that the Dallas Cowboys go up to Seattle and get a huge victory. Oh. 31-26. to how about my Dallas Cowboys? Wow. After I did that last week, you're going to go there. I know you're already thinking in your head, you go, oh, I'm going to play that clip just like he played my clip when they lose. Well, guess what? Not going to happen, bro. We're going up to Seattle. We're getting a victory. All right. All right, man. All right. I got you. I got you. What's our next game, bro? Break it down for me. We got to go to you. Come on. We, we, all right. We, all right. Go we, we go here. So interesting enough, I was talking to B-Wills earlier, and we're, we're going to go against the Browns, right? Um, who just played the Bengals and won 35 to 30. Barely. He, he reaches out and tells me it's minus seven Browns. Disrespect. 
And I'm I'm in disbelief at this point. And 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 all honesty, I'm not I'm not saying that it's just as a homer. I'm saying the Bengals have had two sacks. We've had 12 in two weeks. Baker Mayfield had five to six seconds. I was watching that game. Baker Mayfield has five to six seconds, seven seconds in the pocket. So I don't know where Vegas is at with this. I know they're slick with this, so I'm, I'm a, I am a bit worried. I mean, Sheldon Richardson, Miles Garrett, great guys on that uh, that Browns D. I don't expect to put up 30-plus points against these guys, but I also don't expect them to do 30 points-plus on me. So I'm taking the plus seven. I'll go ahead to say Dwayne has a somewhat of a comeback game, and we put up 24 points. I'm going to say 24 to 20. Washington football team. You think Washington's going to get back on track with the W? I think so. I'm going to go. I'm going to flip it on you. I'm going to go 24 to 20 Browns. I think that Vegas is disrespecting you with with that uh, that minus seven Cleveland line. But I just think Cleveland's got playmakers. They got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Obviously Odell and Jarvis out at receiver. Uh, they got Austin Hooper, a pretty good tight end. I think Baker just makes enough throws to beat you guys. Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, is an underachieving number one overall pick, but he is better than Dwayne Haskins, and I think that's what it comes down to. There's a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield, so I think he's going to have a decent enough game to outduel Dwayne Haskins, which isn't saying much. But I think you guys have a good game. I do think you get in Baker's ass a little bit. Another four or five sacks are definitely on the docket. Uh, but I think Cleveland uh, will eke out a close victory. I'll say right now, if we don't get at least two turnovers in that game, we have no chance of winning that game. Baker will throw will, will throw him in. He will provide you with the opportunity. I know your boy, uh, Kendall Fuller, is going to be active for the first time, correct? Correct. Kendall Fuller um, coming from originally from the Skins to the Chiefs and now to the Washington football team. Solid B-plus corner. Um, definitely our number one lockdown guy. Would, would be basically, I would assume, shadowing OBJ. So it'd be interesting to see if he can play him in press and, and run with him a little bit after coming off of injury. So that's something that I'll be really looking at closely. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that game. I think that you guys have a decent shot of winning, and certainly that plus seven. But I don't want to talk about spreads. I'm not the expert. We'll have him on later for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's go to the New York football giants, man. That's ugh. They're, they're going to San Francisco, a team who, although the Giants have the Saquon they're going, injury. They're going to the abyss, bro. They're going, Doc, does this go to the abyss? They are, and nobody's going to understand that. I'm glad you do. Charlie Murphy. There we go. Shout, shout out to Chappelle Show, one of the greatest shows of all time. They are going to go to San Francisco, who has a litany of injuries. Their best defensive player, I think that's not going too far out of bounds to say that. Nick Bosa, the reigning defensive player of the year, blew out his ACL. He's gone for the season. Another quality defensive lineman, they have Solomon Thomas. He's also out for the season. All these guys were hurt last week, mind you. Um, they're running back, my Raheem Mostert, who I don't know if you saw. You know how the NFL um, times people, the miles per hour on their runs? Number 31, right? Yeah, he had the fastest miles per hour run, I think, I want to say in the last four or five years. Raheem Mostert's got wheels, but he's out. Tevin Coleman, another one of their running backs, is out. So they're down to their third running back, Jarek McKinnon. And um, Jimmy G., Garoppolo has not practiced all week, and he is highly questionable going into this game. So there's a good chance we're going to see Nick Mullins under center for San Francisco. But you know what? 
I don't give a shit who plays quarterback for San Francisco. I am picking the 49ers to win this game because the Giants are a dumpster fire. It's not going to be a lot of fireworks in this game. I think the winning team gets to 20, if that. I'll go San Francisco 49ers 20, Giants 13. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't give a shit about this game. Um, but I will say <laughs> I will say that it's gonna be a sloppy game. Obviously, a lot of injuries on the 49ers side. Um, I think Daniel Jones is still a good quarterback, so it's kind of like you know, it's tough because I know Sterling Shepard is out. Yep. Um, so that's that's tough for him. Obviously, Saquon, I'm gonna say it's it's ugly. It, I'm going to say 10 to 20 49ers. Okay. I mean, they did sign Devontae Freeman. I don't see him getting too much playing time. He's still got to learn the playbook. They still have a few pieces. Like you said, Daniel Jones isn't bad. They got Devontae Freeman and Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman. They'll probably rotate those guys in the backfield. Evan Ingram is still healthy? Uh, Evan yeah, Ingram? No, Evan yeah. Ingram is healthy. He, he, he's often injured, so it's probably only a matter of time. But they do got Ingram. They got Darius Slayton, Golden Tate. Are they so, playing at home? Are they playing at home? I believe it is in the Bay Area. I'm pretty sure it's in San Francisco, but it doesn't matter. There's no fans. I'm going to so say Daniel, 17, 17, 20. Sorry. 17, okay. 20 Niners. Yeah. Young Daniel will have a few weapons, but it doesn't matter. We've talked about it repeatedly on this podcast. Their offensive line is so bad that it doesn't matter about his weapons because he doesn't have time to throw to him. Correct. Uh, let's wrap up our week three preview by going to Philly. Uh, they play the Cincinnati Bengals, who are an intriguing team. I, although they haven't picked up a win yet, I mean, I think we can sum up them in two words. Joe Cool. Joe, Joe Burrow, man. Joe Burrow, man. He he has looked good. I, as I was watching that Browns game, the guy can drive down the field, and he does kind of have that swag to him. You know, I, I, I like him. I, I would love him to be on my team. I really think if he was on my team, we'd really have more of a shot with, with oh, him. Dude. If you guys had Joe Burrow, no, for sure. I think you guys would be a legit playoff contender. Yeah. But the kids look great. And the fact that the coaching staff trusted him on the road last week against Cleveland, who has a pretty good defense, like we already highlighted Sheldon Richardson and Miles Garrett, uh, Denzel Ward, a top corner in this league. They let him on the road throw the ball 61 times against a good defense, threw for over 300 yards, had a couple touchdown passes. And one thing that I saw from Joe Burrow at LSU that I didn't think was going to translate to the league so much was his speed. When the kid take, yeah, when the kid takes off, he's got wheels. So I'm impressed with Joe. Despite that and despite how much I dislike Philadelphia, I am going to pick Philly to win this game because I really feel like this is their season. If they go 0-3, that third loss being at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals, I think that officially the Dallas Cowboys' biggest contender in the division is the Washington football team. I think Philly's done if they lose this game. They have no choice. Miles Sanders did look good last week, so I think we're going to get a heavy dose of him out of the backfield. Jalen Rager's out, so I think my boy Jackpot, Deshaun Jackson, um, is going to go deep on them. You always I, show love to Deshaun Jackson. It cracks me up, bro. I, how he, dude, The guy's been in the league for 30 years, and he still runs one of the best go routes around. He plays three weeks a year, bro. Well, he's going to play this week, so that, there's his third week, okay? So so give my boy Jackpot some respect. Um, Their two tight ends are still there. They got the best two-headed monster at tight end in the league with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Their offensive line is banged up, though. But uh, you had a good stat earlier that the Bengals have only had, we said, two sacks. Two sacks, yeah. That surprises me because they got Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap. They got a couple dudes in there. But if they're only getting two sacks, that means that Mr. Glass might actually have a chance with the d- depleted offensive line. If he can have some time... 
to set up and get them throws off to the tight ends and to jackpot. I think Philly does enough to get this victory to save their season. It's going to be ugly. I'll say 24 to 17 Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead with that as well. I, I saw that Alshon Jeffrey is a full participant in practice as well. I think okay. that's big for Mr. Glass to, you know, rely on that possession receiver, big body guy, you know, can help him out a little bit. You know, who knows? Like you said, D-Jack's healthy, might get a big one. Um they they have, you know, two of the best tight ends in the league. They're still stout. It's just their offensive line is super shaky to say the least and you just never know what you're going to get with Carson. He's got to come in there humming right away. He can't start slow. He's got to start fast. I see Philly winning this game. I see Joe B still doing his thing. Honestly, Joe B is one of my favorites uh, coming out of the draft, but I will take Philly 28 to 23. Respectively, yeah, I think Philly has to win this game, man. But enough with us picking scores and spreads. I think it's time for an expert, a man who went four and oh last week man like i knew he came he came with some fire stats and i was impressed as he was rolling out the games but i did not expect to go four and oh mr jeff ludlow is back with us after a perfect four and oh week what's good kid what's going on guys i was just singing your praises i think i've shouted you out twice already in the half hour that we've done this podcast man i'm riding dude i am riding with you luds that was impressive i'm gonna gonna have to start charging for these picks (laughs) you should bro you should charge for the picks. I hope that any of our viewers out there, I hope that somebody shot with Luds. I could not imagine if somebody would have put the four-team parlay together that you did last week. The payout in that would have been huge. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this week. We're going to go with the four NFC East games again. I want to start with the Washington football team because George does not like this spread, Luds. He thinks this is very disrespectful. The Browns are minus seven, so we got Redskins plus seven on the road in Cleveland. How do you see this one going, Lutz? I think George is going to be happy with me this week. I think the Washington football team is disrespected this week. I think this is the easiest pick of the week. Nice. I don't know know what they're going to Baker Mayfield. I think the guy's overrated. I think Washington's going to be just sacking him, dude, all over him. I think it's the safest play of the week. I'm going Washington football team plus seven. I like where your head's at, bud. And George is very happy with that. All right, let's go to that dumpster fire that is the New York football Giants minus Saquon Barkley. The Giants are actually at home. I was incorrect. I said it was in the Bay Area earlier. The Giants are at home, and they are plus four against the Niners, who might not have Jimmy G. They already don't have Moster. They don't have Bosa. Giants plus four against the Niners. How do you see it, Lutz? Yeah, this one was the toughest one for me in the East. Uh both teams, obviously, like you noted, are severely beat up. Barkley, Shepard, Solder, and then San Fran, you got Bosa, Moster, Coleman, Richard Sherman. Garoppolo is questionable, probably won't play. They're going to be playing on turf. But with that being said, D-Work still has nothing going for him. I think they're <laughs> yeah. the worst team in the East. I'm still going to go San Fran. I'm giving uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense the benefit of the doubt. I'll take it San Fran minus four. San Fran minus four. All right, two good picks so far. We got two left. Let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are struggling. They need this victory bad. They are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Eagles minus five. What do you got for us on this, Luds? Well, since he played last Thursday, so they got extra rest. Ah. Prepared. Since he put 
30 points last week. Philly has yet to put up 20 points. Philly's O-line still struggling. Since he's passed defense with William Jackson, Mackenzie Alexander actually haven't performed too bad. I'm going since he plus five. I think Joe Burrow gets his first win. Wow, dude, Luds, coming with the stats and the name drops, man. I am impressed again, bro. Thank you so much for doing your homework for us. And last, love you, buddy. And certainly not least is my Dallas Cowboys plus five. We're going to the Pacific Northwest to see Russell Wilson. Cowboys plus five on the road in Seattle. How you see that one? Wrap it up for us. How about them Cowboys? Woo! Tyron Smith back this week. Yes. Seattle's defense has really struggled face the pass. Uh, injuries on the back end. Marquise Blaine, Bruce Irvin on the front end hurt. I don't think they're going to be able to. It's going to be another shootout, to be honest. Yes. I'm going Dallas plus five. Um, the only tough one, like I said this week, is that Giants game. That game, any Giants can go either way. But like I said, plus five Dallas. NFC East beef is eaten. You still got Philly and uh, Giants at the bottom of half of the standings. Washington football team pulls out a win. And uh, let's eat. Let's eat, Luds. Thank you so much for coming on again, man. 4-0. I am so impressed. I wouldn't be surprised if you go 4-1 again, brother. We appreciate your time, and we look forward to hearing from you again next week, buddy. Have a good night. You too, bud. Take it easy, guys. Later. Luds coming with the fire again, man. Dude, he does his homework, bro. I love it, dude. I love it. I'll, I'll give him that. He really does his homework, and we appreciate him on. Um, I, I knew I shoot with, I shot with him. I, uh, I picked Did plus five, I picked plus five on the G men and I, he won me some money. So shout out right. to Jay Luds. And he was on both of us. He took Washington football team plus seven and he was on the Cowboys plus five. So, I mean, the fact that he's just gassing us up means a lot. And I think it's only right to end this, how I started it. How about them Cowboys? We'll see you soon. Russell Wilson. We will see you soon. NFC East feast episode three. Gang, gang.